the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow! You know, no, we, we've been talking about the legacy content for the last five and a half, six weeks, and we are now... On the date, June the 4th, Friday. Woo! It's Friday night. <laughs> oh, man. Friday night. There is not a better way to start a Friday out than with happiness and, and uh, to talk about uh, some of the things that we have inherited from, you know, our ancestors and talk about some of the things that we're doing and, and, and a lot of the things that we want to pass down to our descendants because this great guy named Rob Lucy wrote this book on how do you want to be remembered? And, you know, this guy was so inspiring and so inspirational because he did a couple of what we call legacy stories contests over in Canada. And I was just so inspired. I had an opportunity to talk to him, had him on the show, and he inspired me to, hey, in the United States, we might want to try this. It works in Canada, and I believe it'll work in the world. So that's what we have today. I, I got three fantastic guests, including uh, the author of How You Want to Be Remembered, Rob Lucy. How you doing, Rob? Good day, James. Pretty good. Man, thank you so much for inspiring us and inspiring our listening audience and being here to help me host uh, this Legacy Story Contest. And uh, it's just, uh, it, I, I love it. And so, uh, as you know, that I got my great, my great guest, not guest, but she's my co-host. And she probably going to slap me for that. How you doing, Michelle? Boom. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's 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 Friday. It's been a long week. And you know, I always got my fantastic, marvelous, great producer Noah Dingley. How are you doing, sir? Doing well. Doing well. See you in studio. Uh, who's counting? Four days. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what, man? I can't wait to get back in California studios. Always man. sunnier when you're here, dude. Oh man, and we got. No, we got two fantastic guests on the phone, not just on the phone, but in the show. And people are going to hear them audio, but I can see their beautiful faces. I can see all of them beautiful faces right now. You know, so who, who are our guests? It's Michelle. Our two guests, our finalists are Cami Qualls and Bud Hendrickson. But we got uh, uh, Jimmy uh, Lee C. He's not here, but uh, we're going to read his uh, uh, bio as well. But uh, uh, Cami, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good, thank you. And, and Bud, how you doing, my friend? How you doing today? I'm loving the dream up here in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> oh man, you know, just hearing these beautiful voices uh, just uh, bring joy to me because this it's all about joy and happiness, and it's all about uh, just like Rob Lucy said, how do you want to be remembered? <laughs> you know, so we're gonna talk about that a little bit, but no, you know, I I gotta tell you what happened today. You already know that I have to always start the show out with a thousand mile hike. Yes, 
Well, yeah, I started out with a seven mile hike. <laughs> I like hiking too. So you, you always in- inspire me when I hear that you've been on, been on your hikes. But, but that wasn't what I was saying today. M- remember about three weeks ago, I told you, uh, when I was in, uh, uh, California in studios, I, I went to the, st- uh, the, the dentist's office cause I had a, I do. a, a teeth and, uh, they did the x-rays and they did out and they brought the bill to me and I, I, r- I almost ran out of there with everything tied to my neck. You said you were uh, moving pretty quick. <laughs> I was moving quick, man, because they're like six thousand, seven thousand dollars and that was just my cause. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, uh, being a member of the, uh, a retired member of the uh, armed forces, uh, Navy 23 years, uh, I was fortunate enough that I have a VA coverage, which covers de- dental. I went to see them today and they said, Oh, yeah, you, you're going to need an implant. And, uh, but uh, the good thing about it is we're going to take care of it and it ain't going to cost you no money. Uh, so now I- I'm back on, on a high spirit beginning Friday. So you don't have to run anywhere too quickly. <laughs> Man, I-, I did not run out of there. I had the little thing around my neck and, you know, the little blue thing that they put. I was yeah. ready to run out until they told me, you know, but, uh, I tell you, let's get, let's get into this show. Michelle, can you tell our listening audience the purpose of today's show? Yes. The purpose of today's show is, What does legacy mean? To discuss the legacy story contest, talk to the finalists of the legacy story contest and hear their stories, discuss what the finalists learned in writing their legacy stories, and announce the winner of the legacy story contest. Wow. Okay. So if you want to be part of this, which I think you might want to, you can always call in, ask questions, be part of the conversation at one 888 344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Michelle, can you tell our listening audience a little bit about Rob Lucy and, you know, why uh, we are doing this today and everything is inspired by him? Yes. Rob Lucy is a journalist, speaker, and author. His talk today and his book, How Will You Be Remembered? The Definite Guide to Creating and Sharing Your Life Stories will stir you in all aspects of your personal and business life. At the end of your talk today, you will have the ability to create the most powerful legacy you could ever give your family. You will learn how to collect the stories of loved ones. You just don't want to disappear and you learn how to create your own personal legacies and their stories that will be with you in a deeper happiness. Most people think that they'll be remembered for their legacy of stuff that they leave behind. Rob disagrees and demonstrates how rewarding it is to leverage our value, skills, talents and resources to build our legacies and their stories at home or at work. Those legacies and their stories will connect us to others, enhance all our lives, make us happy and will continue to positive affect others when we finally go. Rob knows we can easily create a variety of legacies in their stories. Now, while we are young, his information is for anyone who has asked, will I make a difference? Are my stories worth telling? Do I want to leave a mark and enjoy it now? And do I want my, our descendants a hundred years from now to hear our stories? Won't that make them happy to know whose blood flows in them? The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mr. Rob Lucy. Rob, welcome to the show, my friend. Welcome to the show. How you doing? That introduction makes me blush just a little bit, but thank you. <laughs> hey, Rob, okay. I, a two-part question to begin this. So first of all, uh, what is your definition of legacy? And secondly, I want to talk about your book, why you wrote your book and the meaning of making sure that uh, our descendants know who we are a hundred years from now, 50 years from now, 200 years from now. Yeah. Legacy is something that uh, Michelle said, people think it's this stuff, but it's, it ain't the stuff. I think if you can judge it this way, a legacy is something that connects you to others, and that can be anything. A legacy is something that enhances your lives and makes us happier. And the last thing is a legacy is something that will still benefit other lives when you're gone. Now, sure, it could be a hospital if you want to put up a hospital with your name on it, but what we're dealing with now are, are stories, and are the stories of ourselves and our families that will go down the line and our descendants 100, 200, 300 years from now 
people read these stories or see these stories in digital media and say, holy smokes, that's great, 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 great Grandpa James. And he's the guy who's, uh, he's our great, 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 great grandfather. And he's the guy whose blood runs in our veins. So collecting these stories is pretty important. I just a couple of, one little quote by a lady named Sue Monk who uh, wrote a book called Secret Life of Bees. It's not about bees, but uh, an interesting story. She said uh, this, stories have to be told or they die. And when they die, we can't remember who we were or why we're here. So it's important to gather up those stories, and they can be very simple ones. We'll see examples tonight. And um, what, the, what the next generation will value, is, I don't think is what we own, but they're going to value the evidence of who we were and the tales of how we lived. Those are legacy stories that will go on and enrich the lives of those that follow us. So when we chatted a couple of, oh, what, about a month ago, James, I had just done a contest in Canada about people to write a story that you don't want to disappear. Write a story about yourself, about someone in your family, about a friend, about an incident that you think is important that people learn from now, uh, years and years from now. And we got a bunch of people sending their, their uh, stories in, and we're, I guess we're going to read some of them. Wow. You know, that is so fantastic. We're going to take a station break, but, you know, Rob, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the significance of a legacy letter. And then we're going to Rob is going to read all three of these essays and then we're going to bring our guests on. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, uh, I tell you, it's Friday. I mean, we, we're having a wonderful time so far, and it's going to get even wonderful. And uh, we're talking about the Legacy Stories Contest results. And uh, I got my main man, Rob Lucy, here, who's uh, uh, his idea, and it's based off his book. Uh, and how you want to be remembered. Michelle going to talk a little bit more about that one, but we also got Cammy Qualls, uh, San Diego, and uh, we got uh, Bud Henderson, uh, that's up in the mountains in South Dakota. And, uh, but I tell you, uh, just have fun. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Rob, your book, How Will You Be Remembered? The Definite Guide to Creating and Sharing Your Life Stories. You know, it mentions a legacy, legacy letter. What is the significance of a legacy letter, in your opinion? A legacy letter uh, is the, what James referred to, probably the easiest and most 
beneficial legacy you can leave your family. A legacy letter is really a story about you. It's your story. How many of us have really sat down and wrote, written, say, for instance, here are the values I leave my life by, and here's some examples of it. Well, there's, a, there's many ways of doing it, but and you can see them in the book. But once you write a legacy letter, it's a story about you. And I wrote mine. I put it in an envelope and put it in the front door of my desk. I was almost in tears because I finally figured out, not finally, but I, I came to the realization about who I was and how I lived my life. And when I go, it's going to be seen by my family. I could show it to them now if I wanted to, but I'm kind of keeping it for a secret. So a legacy letter is the story of you. And there's a million ways to do it. And the benefit is you get down who you are, and everybody who follows you says, yep, that was uh, great-great-great-grandpa, grandpa, and um, what a heck of a guy. So that's a letter that your family will love having, because it will remind them of you. Great, great. Rob, Let's. can you read the three legacy um, stories? Sure. That have been... I don't mind doing that. I'll, I'll go through them quickly. There's some that we asked. We, we asked to remember about a month ago. We asked people to send in stories of 300 words. Uh, 300 words is harder to write than 7,000 words. But these are not 7,000 words, so uh, we're in good shape. Okay, here's the first story. We'll tell you who it's from later. For over two years, I had worried and prayed. Even while you were safe inside me, we saw doctors and specialists. When the doctor told me it was time, I went to the hospital with. All the concerns that came with knowing it was a month before I was supposed to meet you. You came into the world a tiny fighter. You and I began our whirlwind adventure of test procedures, diagnoses, and therapies. Many times I watched you cry and put on my brave face to encourage you. Many times I cried with you. We spent time every day working on sitting and rolling and crawling, things most babies do naturally. You watched your friends enjoy their newfound freedom, and you wanted so badly to join them. It was hard work, and you had more grit than most, and you pushed through. And in that moment, two days before your second birthday, everything we had worked for came together. I watched, I helped you stand and balance like we'd never done, like we'd done many times before. I moved just out of reach and stretched my arms out. This time, you didn't fall over. You reached out a leg and stood firmly on that foot, and then you did it again. The smile on your face is one I will never forget, and the squeal of pure joy is what made me burst into tears. You didn't know that you were defying doctors' expectations. You just knew you had waited for this moment. Time stood still as you fell and got back up and gained balance and confidence with each attempt. I watched you with pride as you claimed that victory. And I was reminded again what an immense privilege it is to be your mom. The one I, I like this story because we don't know who this author is talking about. We don't meet this person until later. And it was a, I think all of you get the feeling out of it, that a, a mom talking about a challenge at the start of the birth of one of her children. Anyways, we'll move on. But remember that, that story. And we'll ask the author about the child that, she wrote about. Okay, here's number two. My wife and I were high school sweethearts and celebrated our 16th birthday together. We got married in 87 and six years later had our first baby boy. 21 months later, we had our second baby boy. We looked like the perfect American family, two handsome boys, and active in the community. We were both 49 years old, and my wife was experiencing a side ache in 2013. She went to her doctor to get it checked out. They noticed a small gallstone that was not creating any pain. They scheduled her to have a CT scan. The first evidence we knew our world was changing was when the doctor called and said we needed to come to the office the next day. With tears in the doctor's eye, he said there are lesions on your liver, and it, it was possible it was stage 4 cancer. It was confirmed to be colon cancer after a colonoscopy the next week. We were in disbelief as we've been so healthy and no family history of colon cancer. We quickly found ourselves on a different, on a totally different road dealing with cancer. The Bible verse that gave us the strength and courage to deal with our challenge was Romans 8:28, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, and we have been called according to His purpose. 
for the next 18 months, we found our, the light in our, the good in our life. And she was an encourager to all till the day she died. I now find myself dealing with cancer with my sister. And again, looking for the good on this cancer road we don't want to be on. But there is good in this road, too. Here's number two. Now we'll do number three. I'm excited to tell a little bit about my story. I was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee. However, I was I was able to spend about six months in Graham, Alabama, with my grandmother, uncle, and aunt. I was six years old when I left Chattanooga, Tennessee, to go live with my grandmother, uncle, and aunt. I left the projects of Tennessee, which we had running water, electricity in the house, and an indoor bathroom. But when I got to Alabama, I remember driving down the long road leading to my new home in Graham, thinking about what did I just get myself into and what this new place was going to be like. I want my legacy to be remembered as a young boy going from extreme nothing to another situation when it was less less nothing then than what I was leaving. My In Alabama, my new home had no running water, no electricity, and an outdoor bathroom called an outhouse. But uh, we did have with love. My grandmother was my best friend who taught me everything that I stand for today. She taught me how to love, have respect for all things, people, animals, and, of course, myself. She would rock me on her lap every day and told me that I was special and would be somewhat important one day. When I felt at the lowest point, she would hold me, love me, and most importantly, encourage me to think the positive, positive things about everyday life. Grandma Maddie told me there was a shining light in every situation. Wow. You know, um, all three of those uh, stories are so important and it's and they are so touching. And uh, Michelle, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm trying to hold back. I mean, the emotions and uh, just the inspiration behind these stories are just, uh, I I tell you, uh, need to be told and they are being told. So. This is what we're going to do now. Uh, what we're going to do, and uh, notice that um, Rob did not uh, call any name uh, of, uh, I just, of I just the story. I just figured out what happened. I just okay. figured out what happened in the story. I'll finish off the story. There are two lines to finish this one. Today, I want my children and descendants and my legacy to know that I learned to love, respect, and to see people from the inside, not the physical appearance. I learned to love everyone regardless of color, religion, sex, and creed. I believe my descendants should understand I was a man of love. Love everyone, regardless of who they are. There is good in everyone. I'm sorry I broke that up. I um, I the bad thing about cell phones. I touched it and it went off. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, that's just uh, so important. Hey, Rob, thank you so much for reading those things. So uh, we got two other authors here with us today uh, to talk about uh, uh, why they wrote the stories that they wrote and so uh michelle what do you think so far i think those stories uh, i was tearing up um but those stories are really personal and they're really deep that they're they're very they're all very good uh, just about how those stories how those things made them into the person they are today and to share them and to tell them to their descendants is very important and not just that but uh just to talk about what's in their heart mm -hmm. uh currently and a lot of this i believe comes from what was passed down to them uh from uh their ancestors that made them the person that they are today but what we're going to do is we're going to get ourselves back together and then we're going to come back. We're going to take a station break. Of, uh, we're going to come back and talk to our guests, the authors that wrote these stories. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and, you know, uh... I, I tell you, I mean, I'm I'm in Oz uh, about the uh, the three finalists, and we are now getting an opportunity to meet them. And if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Michelle, can you uh, introduce our first author and tell us a little bit about? that person. Yes, our first Legacy Story Contest finalist is Cammie Qualls. Cammie Qualls grew up here in San Diego. She's a single mom of two awesome kids. Her 14-year-old son Noah has a rare chromosome disorder that has led her on an adventure in special needs parenting. And her 10-year-old daughter Annabelle adds much needed imagination and sass to their family. Cammie is also a teacher with credentials in both general education and special education. She currently teaches seventh grade math and science at a small urban charter school in National City. The James Cooley Show It's July presents Cammie Qualls. Welcome to the show, Cammie. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Cammie, what led you to write this legacy story? Um, I guess when I think about my legacy story, a lot of my legacy is the pieces of me that I'm pouring into my kids, uh, both my son and my daughter and my students. Um, and then looking at my son, um, that has become a huge piece of my identity. Um, it's been a really involved parenting, and he and I have this unique bond and life that we have grown together. And so... That was honestly the first memory that I thought of when thinking about what I wanted to record in time was was a really big moment that he and I worked really hard to achieve. Wow. So, Cammy, what is your son's diagnosis and how has that impacted your lives? Uh, my son has a rare chromosome disorder. It doesn't have a real name, like an easy name. Uh, 15Q13.3 microdeletion syndrome. It's incredibly rare. He's basically missing a small piece of chromosome. Um, but it has led to developmental delays. Um, he has had multiple surgeries, and we have done therapies and I jokingly have said we see all the ologies because there's pretty much no specialist that we haven't seen. Um, so it's been an adventure. It's been a struggle at times, but um, when you go through the really low lows, the highs are incredibly high because you know how much effort it took to get there. So we celebrate a lot in our family. Wow. You know, so, hey, Cammy, what has been some of the challenge related to raising a child with special needs? Uh, it has definitely had challenges. Um, just from the social perspective, I kind of hit on it a little bit in my story, but um, you have a baby, and he's my first child, and you join the mom groups, and um, everybody else's babies are doing the things, and yours isn't, and... Um, I think that's been my greatest struggle is watching him. He's 14 now. And over the years in different phases, realizing that he's not the same as everybody else. 
um, and having to help him process through that and encourage him through that and um, finding the joy in what he does accomplish. Um, and then just on the more practical side, we have had multiple surgeries and hospital stays and um, he has very much dictated the schedule of our lives, um, more so when he was younger, just with all of the involvement for medical therapy things. So not the typical parenting experience, um, but one that I wouldn't trade. Wow. You know, so uh, just a two-part question. So uh, you mentioned uh, joy, uh, which is always joy. Our kids, I mean, bring joy. What have you learned about yourself that you did not know during this uh, journey? And what are some of the joys that you just wake up and just start smiling about uh, looking at your, your baby every day? Um, one of the things, a comment that I get a lot, and I know it's very well-intentioned, is people say, I don't know how you do that. And I guess to that I respond, well, what choice did I have? You know, he's, he's my kid. And um, so I think I have felt, um, I felt really encouraged. He has made me grow. I have had to have perseverance and patience, and he has modeled that. This kid is the kindest, most social, smiley kid you will ever meet in your life. And um, he has pulled that out of me. Um, and he is quite often the times when I'm feeling exhausted and worn down and frustrated. He is the one that keeps me going because I'm like, this is 10 times harder for him. And if he's willing to do this fight, then you bet I'm going to fight alongside him. Um, and then we find all those joys in those things because he's, you know, when you literally have to move his arms and legs over and over again to teach him to crawl, the day he does that is the biggest joy in the world because you know how hard he worked to get to that point. So there's a lot of joy that we find wow. in that stuff. Wow. Hey, Rob, uh, I, I got to ask you, I know you got a couple of questions uh, that you want to. And uh, 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 before we get to Bud, uh, you got any questions that you want to ask him? Well, I'll just ask Cammy one question, because this is all about legacy story. And legacy stories go down to our descendants 150, 200, 400 years from now. So my question to Cammy is, when your descendants hear and see these, this story, the picture of you and Noah, the story about bringing Noah up, what do you hope they get from it? What do you hope your descendants get from your story? Um, I guess it's twofold. I feel a sense of responsibility in sharing his legacy too, because that's not something that he's necessarily capable of doing the way that I am. Um, but I guess I would want descendants to see that um, we, that I took the challenges that life threw and that we didn't just survive it, but we thrived and that, um, you know, that we did, we, that I found joy and I made a great life for me and my kids and we didn't lack for anything. We lived this wonderful life. We've got this family full of love and joy. And, and I want for his sake, for his legacy to be that he was that kid that persevered and fought. And I'm hoping that when he gets older and can add to that legacy story, that he is defying odds even greater than what we know at this point and that this little legacy story that I wrote is only a small start to what his great legacy is going to be. Just just a quickie, and I, I come to this from a visual point of view, I'd love to walk into your house and see hanging in the living room a framed piece of you and Noah at any age and this story in a framed piece. When you have when you have friends over, they'll be in tears before you have dinner. <laughs> I actually do have a picture a photographer took of just his little feet, and he's reaching down and touching rocks. It was shortly after he was able to start walking, and a uh, professional photographer took family pictures. She captured that one, and she wrote across it, face your giants one rock at a time, and it is framed in right above our TV in a featured place in our house, and it's always a talking point of you know, that moment when he was able to finally start taking steps and defying those odds. Good. Kim. Game's your in charge. Oh, 
Cammie, thank you, thank you. And now we're going to introduce our next finalist for the Legacy Story Contest, Mr. Bud Hendrickson. Bud Hendrickson is passionate about enjoying life's journey. He's the youngest of seven children with six older sisters. He was raised in a one-bathroom house next to the family business where he developed his strong work ethic at an early age. Bud is the proud father of two sons. One of the toughest moments was enduring the loss of his high school sweetheart and wife, of 28 years, Nancy, in 2015 to cancer. In his book, Enjoy Greater Results with Less Effort, Build a Better You, Bud Hendrickson talks about the 10 bedrock truths. Hendrickson talks about how through challenging times such as death of a loved one and a pandemic, these bedrock truths have left him with few regrets as he walks through life. He shares his own life experiences and shares with us what went well and what he could have done better. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mr. Bud Hendrickson. Bud, welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing today? How you doing? I'm doing very well. Glad to be on the show. Man, I'm glad to have you here, man. And uh, just like I've said, I'm inspired by all of the the authors uh, that uh, submitted stories. But can uh, you tell us a little bit about the background and how you came up with your story? Well, the the first part of the story is actually part of Bedrock Truth number ten, and it's really out of Romans eight twenty eight. For those who love the Lord and call to His purpose. God uses it all for good, and that was really what gave us the strength. And, you know, we were the typical American family. We had two kids. They're healthy. We're healthy, and we're involved in our community, and she just got a pain in her side. And, and so I, I think the, the thing people need to understand is curveballs, as I call them, can come out of nowhere. And it's very important to have that foundation of being purposeful and, and having those values. So when you rock a little bit, that you have that foundation to work off of. And so we're very thankful not only to have good family role models, but even a lot of friends that have dealt with death, uh, health issues, et cetera, that uh, really help give us hope and understand that by using our free will, we can find good. And, and what's ironic about this whole story is literally my sister, the, the, the last sentence, I was on your show and she'd come over, she lived three hours away, and so I drove her over to the emergency room over at the VA hospital here in Portland and uh, came back and did the show. And it wasn't until the next day that things are starting to show up that, oh, wow, this is not just uh, some pain that, you know, it uh, looks like it's at least a stage three or stage four cancer. And so, uh, uh, again, a curveball coming out of nowhere. But having the the foundation and values to invest that, uh, you know, it's just, it's a continuation. You know, it doesn't stop. Man, you know, uh, oh man, my heart is, it's, it's touch, you know, so, uh, but, uh, how would you encourage someone, um, that, I mean, just like what you just shared is is, is tough to write their legacy story and to uh, just let uh, uh, others know and also your descendants to know what you was thinking and why you did this. How would you encourage others to step forward to do that? Well, you know, I I, I think a lot of it, and there's an old saying that uh, your strongest legacy or your best ministry will come from your deepest scars. And, uh, you know, we all have scars. And so the question is, how do we use it for good, right? So we have these tough moments. Uh, uh, you know, it's bringing our values, and you know, really, it, it's about relationships. And so uh, I think that uh, uh, you know, if if we really thought about the decisions we make, will affect three to four generations. And you know, it's in Exodus in the Bible. I, I think we might think you know a little more. Uh, uh, strongly about what how do i want to respond how do i want to leave a legacy what legacy do i want to live if i know it's going to help or you know or hurt i mean but in this case i want to stay positive help you know two three four generations and and i think that uh, that's pretty powerful and it sure motivates me uh, and i hope it motivates others to say oh wow what's my legacy going to be that i'm going to leave wow 
But how are you continuing to build on the legacy story you just submitted? We have one minute before the break, but you can start to to, to start with that um, question. Well, you know, um, obviously, uh, you know, when I was looking at dating, you know, it's bringing my values. It, it, it's being purposeful uh, in my life choices. And that's just exactly how my first wife and I were, whether it was in health or whether it was in sickness. And so I was really able to find another life partner that has these values that wants to invest, that there is a bigger purpose. And she's right there with me supporting my sister uh, during this very tough time. You know, we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and continue our conversation with Bud. And then uh, we're going to bring Rob on uh, to uh, actually announce the winner. And then I want to bring Bud and Cammie on at the same time for do a question. This is your life from James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and I tell you, uh, I mean, my heart, uh, everything, my mind, uh, and if if you're listening to uh, these fantastic uh, folks uh, that talk about the legacy story, their legacy story, and if you're listening to uh, our great uh, uh, guest, uh, Rob Lucy, on why this is important, I think you'll be feeling the same way that I feel. But if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. But uh, I would be remiss if I did not ask you the acronym uh help and how does that play into people investing in their legacy well so looking at the, the acronym help we start off with h it's about offering a hand up and this is not about giving a handout it's about a hand up and you know you can use the old story about do you teach someone to fish or do you give them a fish you know if you give them a fish you feed them for the day if you teach them to fish, you feed them for a lifetime. And, and so that's really what we're trying to do here is give people not only the skill, but the confidence to, to do whatever is needed. Yeah, and that's the hand up. And the E is experience God's love personally and then share it with others. Uh, you know, we can't give to others what we don't have. We need to build our relationship with God. We need to have a good relationship with ourselves so we can go out and, and, and have that good relationship with others uh and then love others because god loves you and you know god loves us uh no matter what and it's unconditional uh 
it's the agape and you know that's the kind of love we need to have towards other people and with that love it's going to motivate us to invest and, and build not only better us but a better them so that uh, uh, the natural outcome would be a positive legacy and then P is people need your love just as you receive God's love and uh, you know, it's really, again, we need to love our neighbor as ourselves, and again, how it would affect how, how we interact with people uh, if we viewed every person. And when I say neighbor, that's everybody we come in contact with. Rob, uh, I know you got some questions for uh, for Bud. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, okay, I'll have one. But I, you, you've had a, a brief taste of and uh, the theory of building legacies, and we're, we're just so thinly into it right now. But I guess I'd say yeah, that standard question about, like, 300 years from now, what do you want them to say about Everett Henderson? What would your legacy be? How would you affect them a long time from now? Well, I would hope the one thing they would get is that uh, – we can't control how other people behave or respond. We can only control ourselves. And there's power in that. And, and by taking and focusing on the things that we have control over, uh, not only does it build a better life, a better you, but many times you're the catalyst for others. And I would hope that people look at me and say, not only was he a good person, he made other people better. You, you know, uh, wow. Uh, this, uh, just listening to these stories, uh, you guys, uh, telling the, in your own words why you wrote these, it, there is no losers uh, in this. Uh, everybody is winners. And, uh, we had to uh, select, uh, not just, uh, uh, myself and not just, uh, Rob, but we had a, a panel of other folks, uh, that, uh, looked at these stories and they were just so close. It was so close. And just like I said, everyone is a winner, but we chose a winner and, uh, Rob, or would you, uh, and I meant Rob, Rob, would you, uh, uh, tell, uh, uh, announce the winner and, and tell them why you think that, uh, uh, their story stood out just a little bit more. I feel like I'm on American Idol or some other quiz show. It's hard <laughs> to take a winner. So uh, I, I think that the story that got to me the most, and that's all I can do, I'm a subjective reader, um, the story that got to me the most was Cammy, And it was, uh, it got to me because she held out some mysteries. Who is this baby? What's wrong with him or her? And then, of course, the final line of it's a privilege to be your mom. So it was well written. Well, she's a teacher. She should know how to write. And um, <laughs> and so it, that was good. And uh, um, Bud's, Bud's was great. And the one from Jimmy Lee is, you know, just neither, I'm a journalist now. I need a little editing. Not a big deal, but it's a great story. I'll take a good story over perfect editing anytime. So I would, I would think... Uh, Cammy is our is our winner of the very first games legacy story contest, and all this of the hundreds of thousands of people listening now, send a note into James and his darling wife and say, "I want to do this again. We'd love to get three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, a thousand stories to pick a winner." And you know, uh, congratulations to all of the the authors and. Uh, Congratulations, uh, uh, Cammy. Congratulations, Bud. I'm not telling you, it, it was a, it was a tough one. And just like what Rob just said, we want to do this again in about two to three months. And we want to, uh, everybody to that's listening to the show today, uh, to, uh, uh, think about what you just heard. And we want you to be part of the, the other contest that we're going to do. But, uh, Cammy, Congratulations. How do you feel? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? How are you feeling right now? Um, no, I, I feel great. I, I like being able to um, share those moments. And, um, you know, like I said, we do a lot of celebrating and looking for joy. And um, anytime that we get to share that, um, that's awesome. So I appreciate that um, you appreciated that story and that we got to share a little bit of our story and joy with you. And, and, Cammy, tell but, us, you got a story, Cammy. 
Have you got another story you will do next time? Is it in your is it in your kit bag? The next story you'll do? I don't know what story in particular I would do, but I probably have a bunch of them. <laughs> so I don't know. I hadn't I hadn't thought about the uh, the next steps. We have kind of this strange baby book at our house because it doesn't quite look the the same. And I jot down you know quick dates and moments and things. But um, this is something I've actually kind of thought about maybe um, coming up with some more of these to save and uh, capture a few more of these moments in time that have been important to us. He just graduated eighth grade last week, and that's another big, you know, we got a lot of these that I could be writing. And, uh, Bud, you are one as well, my friend. Uh, anything you want to say about this? And uh, and I know you got a couple of other stories, and we're going to do this again in a couple of months, uh, about two to three months, and uh, we're hoping that you guys enter again. So, uh, Bud, thank you so much, uh, my friend. Anything you might want to say? No, you know, and it's just encouraging to hear all these stories because there are a lot of legacies out there. And it's really about motivating people to be the best that they can be. And, you know, we don't we don't always get the road we want, but uh, it's about making the best of the road we're on. And, and you know, Cammy is showing that, too, and, and that's very encouraging. And if you get the book, I'd be happy to help the two of you craft your own legacy story. Remember, your own legacy letter it's a story of you. And once you've got that down, you'll love what it gives back to you. So hopefully we can, you, you two are the only ones I'm going to help though. I don't want to help any of the other people here. The <laughs> <laughs> game's in the shelf. They got to do their own. You know, uh, I got to uh, announce that uh, Cammy uh, won $175 uh, for dinner uh, for two at any restaurant she wants, as long as it does not exceed 175 uh, I will make sure she get that next week uh, when I'm in San Diego. Uh, but, um, hey, thank you guys so much uh, for taking the time to do this. Rob, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Cammy, thank you. Bud, thank you. My co-host, Michelle Cooley, thank you. My great producer, Noah, thank you. I listen to the audience. Thank you. And uh, always keep in mind that we're looking for uh, sponsors to make sure we continue to bring this uh, great show to you. We are going to wish everybody a happy weekend. Weekend, beginning the day, and uh, keep in mind that we're going to be doing this again real soon. And you can get Rob uh, Lucy book uh, at uh, Amazon, anywhere where books are sold. Uh, and what what is it, baby? How you want to be remembered? Yes. <laughs> you know, hey, Rob, thank you. But we'll see everybody Monday, same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.